Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And good morning, dear ones. I'm Rev Briz. And I'm Rev Z. And together we're a couple of ministers talking shit. Welcome to episode number 13 of our weekly podcast. Those listeners that have been with us recently know that we've We've really tried to dive into the topic of race in America and what's going on and understand that a little bit better. Today, we're going to take a little deviation from that topic specifically. It still plays a part in what we're talking about here, uh, but we're going to take a, a slight detour on that and we want to talk about the politics of everything. Also, we could call it the politization of everything. So, uh, Z, good morning. How are you doing, sir? Good morning. Good morning. Doing well. Doing well. And, and excited about this topic because it is uh, rampant, as one might say. Exactly. So, um, if you would, why don't you kick us off and share with the listeners a little bit how we got to this place this morning and, and how we got to saying this is, the, this is what we've got to talk about. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Well, you know... Recently, there's been so much talk about uh, do we wear masks? And if you wear a mask, does that make you one side of the fence or the other side of the fence? Or, or you know, now we, we have this whole thing about schools opening and, and it's, it's a political thing or, you know, Democrats want this, Republicans want this. And I think what's happening is we're getting this whole idea of, uh, uh, facts and opinions and facts and analysis so mixed up that people are using it as a a whooping post, um, and 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 even the politicalization of uh, of uh, defund the police. Now I'm sure some of you may have seen that that uh, call where they're calling the police and they got them taking numbers for certain crimes or you got to wait. And it's all about politics. It's not about the truth of the matter. And that's going to cause lots of angst going forward. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think it's already <laughs> created quite a bit of angst uh, moving forward. And, and, you know, as you were opening and sharing with us, um, one of the things that jumped into mind is something that one of our guests said a couple weeks back, Reverend Jim Lockhart was with us. And one of the things he said is, you know, in days gone by, at the end of the day, we all went home and read the same news. Yes. At the end of the day, we all went home and we watched a half an hour of news. And even though we were all in different homes, we were watching that together. There was a, in my, from my perspective, and I'm a little bit younger than that. So, uh, by the time I get on the scene and realize what's going on, we've got several channels but still, even then, there were only three, four, you know, three, two, three channels. When I first came up, there were three channels. Mm -hmm. And we had bite-sized experiences of the news. And then we were left to discuss those things with our neighbors and our coworkers. Right. And right. we didn't, you couldn't go 
do the research on Google. Uh, and you had to go to that. a library. <laughs> yeah, wow. That, it airs a whole other episode. Should we reopen <laughs> libraries, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> we're pushing to open schools. Are we? Why are we? Why? What? Anyway, so I think what I what I'd like to kind of explore in this episode with you folks is not so much how did we get here, because the truth mm -hmm. is absolutely everything anymore has been influenced by our own political beliefs, even if we believe we're staying out of politics, right? even if we're saying, oh, I'm opting out, I don't do politics. Uh, I think it was Plato that said, the man, to paraphrase, the man that doesn't do politics is destined to be ruled by far less intelligent men than themselves. <laughs> so uh, apologies to Plato for not getting that quote right. But So we're, we're in that right now. Yeah. We yeah. we are each in our own media bubbles. We create, uh, we listen to the news we want to listen to, and we immediately discount anything that comes from the news we don't believe. Mm -hmm. uh, what do we do with this? Well, you know, I, I you hit a good point there in that um, I think it the 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 idea of research has gone down right uh in that um we have these media outlets who have these short bursts of videos uh you know they can they can pop a story through or a series of story through in like seven minutes and you don't you know and and as you said there's so many outlets like you were saying i mean i remember there were a B there was ABC, NBC, CBS, and there was a PBS station in my town. Right. And at midnight, everything went off. Yeah. And so the news did not come back on until you know five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning. And now there are literally hundreds, if not thousands, of TV channels. We haven't even touched radio yet with the digital and and, and the satellite radios. And so you can go and get information from someone else um, and you, you you have very few ways of verifying it. Or people, back to the original thing, the research, very few people go out and research to see if that stuff is true or not. And then they take it, no pun, and spread it like a virus, yeah. uh, even though they have not verified one iota of what's being said. Yeah. Exactly. I, I and it, I love the point that you're making. Right, there are countless quote media outlets. Yep. And and let's you know let's be straight up, folks. Right, you're listening to a broadcast to a podcast that is being presented by New Thought Media Network. We are now. Our intention is to change this game in some way mm -hmm. to, to move the needle away from. Everything is politics. Everything is black and white. And we're going to have our intrinsic biases as well. We're going to present programming that we believe will influence you in a positive way, that will make your day better, that will share the good news, that will do the things that uplift and enlighten and support humanity's evolution. It seems to me like mainstream media these days could care less about, well, anything except the almighty dollar. 
Exactly. And, and, and a prime example of that is this whole political debate, you will, if you will, we have going on now about opening schools. Um, I, just this morning, I was listening to a superintendent in Florida, my hometown, and uh, he's down in South Florida, and he was speaking on this idea that there are like 67 schools in his district, um, and they're in one of the areas where the virus is rising. And he's saying, you know, we might have 67 different programs going on at 67 different schools because it's going to be based on, you know, not only the students and the parents who may or may not want their kids to go back, but the teachers who have to be there and go through this. I mean, it's, it's, and, and, and here in Colorado, at least in Jeffco, there's been this statement about we're going back a hundred percent into the schools. Yes. And I, that's uh, in four weeks. I, I'm with you. Um, and Reverend LZ and I happen to live not very far away from each other. So we're, we are, we live in the same school district. We're both in Jefferson County school district here in Colorado. And, uh, there is a lot of discussion go with this announcement, uh, and we're talking about five days a week, full contact, no restrict, you know, CDC yeah. guidelines. Let me ask you, folks, in a even in a small school of 500, how many people would it take to keep that cool that school clean enough? How many people now? And now let's look at the other reality. You got 500 kids under the age of 17, 18, under, under 17, 17 or under. How many of them do you think are really going to wear their masks 100% of the time? Mm -hmm. Or, or cover their mouth when they sneeze or cough and uh, wash their hands when they come out of the bathroom every time. And or wipe down the handle to the door. <clears throat> we, and so this whole thing is being set up as a political thing as you said about economics, because the whole thing is we have to get back to work. And yes, we do need to get back to work. There's no doubt that we can, we have to figure out a way to uh, make this happen. And, and early on again, but the politics moved it. There was this whole thing about hybrids, you know, switching kids in and out, doing some at home, doing some at the school, yeah. uh, limiting classes a little bit or, or, or shifting classes. So you can have smaller classes with fewer, people close together and I'm not sure what happened with that but I know there was this whole political idea that killed it yes and from my perspective that political ideal is that we got to hold on to the way America was in the 40s and the 50s we got we got to go back and pardon the phrase folks but we got to go back and make America great again that, yeah <laughs> that that mindset that the only way to regain the American glory, let's be real folks, we're not very highly regarded on the world stage at this point. Right. Uh, the only way to do that was to go back and go back and go back. Well, we all know that's not how life works. We all know that I'd love to go back to when I was 20 and have the knowledge I have at 50, right? <laughs> and that'd be a lot of fun to be able to go yes. back and relive. We can't go there. The movement has got to be forward and this school decision to me absolutely appears to be politically motivated to get p 
people to to free people to get back into a quote workplace economy. Now, I don't like saying things like this, but I give it till you know by Labor Day. I think schools are going to be closed again. We open in we open in mid August. I got a feeling by Labor Day they're going to be going. Oh shit, we've got an outbreak, and and we've got seven outbreaks across our school. And that's just one school district here. Right. I, I've seen reports that there are states that are threatening to fine parents if they keep their kids home from school. Um, now, I do want to give Jeffco a little bit of props because you can opt to be 100% online. And you can you can opt to keep your kids home and go 100% online. Uh, but there is no... and. There's no togetherness on this. So even that, it's like if you go to if you go to school, it's because you're most likely because your parents believe one way and they're going to send you to school. Right. And if, and if you're not and you're learning at home and you're learning in a different way, it's most likely because your parents believe something different about this virus and they're going to keep you home because I believe it's a safer environment for my children. And I don't want my kids bringing this home to my parents. Right. And and now if you throw on top of that political wrangle, you throw the whole political wrangle of mass on top of that, of whether you should wear a mask or not. And if you wear a mask, you have one thought process. And if you don't wear a mask, you have another thought process. And so there goes the problem and it gets increasingly worse as we move down the track so to speak because what's going to be next uh and, and and in some cases you know it's already been there for a while back you know looking at what kind of car you drive if you drive this kind of car you have a certain political slant if you drive this you'll have another political slant and so you know we we, we are trying to influence people uh with ideas that are expedient for someone but it's most definitely in, in a lot of cases, if not most cases, expedient for the humanity and, 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 and planet. And I mean, we go on and on in terms of the, the uniformity or not uniformity, but the universality of what we're trying to do is, is have a harmonious life yeah. and be able to live where people do have their own uh, free will or free ability to think, but not use it as a whooping post at the at the demise of of a hundred thousand people, right? Yes, or more. <laughs> or more, yeah, um, yeah. One hundred thirty-one, I, I, I think, counting and counting in the United States at least. In the United States, and I and I'm pretty sure we're we're over a half a million worldwide. Yeah. Uh, at this point, something. Yep. So, at some point. This, it feels to me like at some point everything came of, came to be about making the other guy wrong. Yes. And the old days, news came across. You didn't have this 24-hour access. You didn't have this constant, constant state. Like there is this running series of blab, blabby, blab, 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 bullshit that just constantly inundates our mind. Yeah. Um, I, I'm thinking of Twitter, right? It's, I, 
there's so many quote news outlets out there now that don't actually do any investigation, don't do any research into their stories. They just quote report that so and so put out this this tweet. Yeah. yeah and so and so said that this about that tweet and so and so else said this about that tweet and now all of a sudden that's the truth. Yeah. That's and, that's and, news. That's the that's the law. It's and they and 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 the interesting about Twitter is and, and a lot of other things, you know, they use the title it was reported, which means basically somebody said uh you know and and when you have uh such a small space to write about this thing that somebody supposedly saw or heard you can't give the context you need to put it in perspective and so the person if they're very uh shrewd with their words they can slant that thing even if they did see it because the the, the medium is so small in terms of the length you can sway it any way you want. You can give half truths and part truths, and and before you know it, we got a whole group of people up in arms. And when you see the actual footage, if uh, if you will, or you hear the actual conversation, it was nothing like it got reported, right? And you know, because sometimes now I will flip through different news networks. I'll go through CNN and 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 Fox and in MSNBC and the ABCs and CBS and NBCs of the world. Sometimes I'm like, they cannot be talking about the same story. Uh, yeah. I, and I, I know that, you. and I was going to say, I, and I know that they're, they're each taking different as parts of the story, but again, it's not in context. Yep. There's a, a chart out there that floats around. It looks like kind of like a pyramid and the chart is the left, right, uh, and validity, let's say, or truthfulness of various media outlets. Right. And I, I've actually got a copy of that pinned up behind my monitor on the wall. So anytime I look at a source, anytime I look at a, at a news story, I can look up and go, oh, okay, I know where I'm kind of, let me go see. And I've, I've personally done that with stories where you look at the far right and how did you get that from those from that incident? Now I don't see right, and I get it. The far right is going to look at that story. Is going to look at uh, the left version of that story, and they're saying the same thing. How did you get that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, and you know, the, the interesting thing is is what you said earlier, um, in that you know. We, we want to believe that we live in this world of categorically right and wrong. Yeah. And so when we look at, and I know, I, you know, there's a lot of people going to say, okay, we're going to go down to relativity or relativeness thing. But, but there are, I, I, will, I would suggest that there are very few things in the universe that are 100% black and white. Because we know that especially in 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 a, in, a, in a world of of mathematics that if you're looking at it from that perspective everything can be reduced reduced down to a smaller element of itself right and so when what happens at the total body level something totally different is happening at the cellular level and so now we have this this push and pull if you will of 
what's good for the body may not be good for the cell or vice versa. And so now we have to find that balance. Right. We have to find that point where we are able to have different opinions, different ideas, and not have them be about trying to convince you that you are right and I am wrong. That should be a product of you presenting the facts or the truth and then as an open-minded, uh, intelligent, truth-seeking in terms of how do we continue life at the end of the day, I will, I will come to the conclusion, you have a good point. I need to consider that. Right. It's, uh, and COVID, the, the, the quarantine, all this stuff really has just amplified this divide that's been here, that's been going on. This isn't anything new. Yeah. Uh, it's just gotten to a boiling point yeah. in the last few months. COVID. So once again, I don't, people will probably jump all over, all over my ass for this, but, and I don't like seeing the planet lose 500,000 people. I don't like seeing 500,000 people gone from this planet. And I was taught 20 years ago, when you see something horrific, something you can't comprehend, something you can't imagine what's going on, we've got to move to a place of living to find the the collateral good. Yes. I was taught this when the Twin Towers came down in, in 9-11, on 9-11. Within, I actually heard this whole concept the next night in a class, on the 12th, in a class. And we were asked, what's the collateral good that comes from that event? And we were also, it also was shared with us that it might be 10 years before we can find that collateral good. Yeah. It might be years before we really recognize the collateral good that comes from slowing an economy down, from keeping a people safe, from all the different decisions that we have made moving through this. And I remember three, four months ago now when this all got started, there was some, there was a meme and, you know, an idea that said, Look, if we do this right, in three months, we're all going to look like idiots because it'll look like we didn't need to do any of it. And then everybody's going to scream and yell that this uh, was a hoax because, look, all that doom and gloom didn't happen. Yes, right. because right. we actually buckled down and did what was asked to us. And we didn't do that. And, no. and America is seeing thousands and thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of cases every day when other countries are seeing single and tens of cases a day. And, you know, you, 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 when, when you was going into that, I thought I had this thought and I, and I thought about there's, there's a there's a there's a gentleman named Jay Forster who was a, a professor at MIT. And, and he's kind of considered the father of system thinking or system dynamics. Um, and and, and one, one of the principal points that he makes is that cause and effect are not always closely related. Right. And that the human mind can only keep maybe five to seven element system 
straight in their head. And after that, we, we're going beyond, you know, and so he uses this classical exhibit of foxes and rabbits. And when, when rabbits increase, fox increase. And when rabbits decrease, fox decrease. And so you have that. And that's pretty easy to keep track of. Now you throw another element in, you throw a predator of the fox, let's say a wolf. And now you get that. And then you throw something of the wolf. Now we have four. And now you throw in drought or water shortage. You cannot begin to keep track of all that to keep the balance and the equilibrium. So, so now we have created a world where cause and effects have to be close related. Yeah. And so we begin not to look in the long term. What's expedient right now? And yeah. we get ourselves in trouble because the system is doing what it does. It's equalizing and stabilizing the homeostasis uh, aspect, and we miss it. And that's what's happening a little bit now. It just, we, we're so caught up in this short-term political cause and effect right now, and it seems that very few of us, or very few of the leaders anyway, are looking at the long game yeah. and how this system will play out. <clears throat> If, if you're wearing a mask, you're automatically vilified for being living in fear and being a liberal. And if you're not wearing a mask, you're automatically labeled a Republican and a conservative because you're and judged as heretic because you're potentially, you know, harming or putting everyone else at risk. Yeah, or not listening to the science. <clears throat> right, or denying the science. It's, uh, you know, folks. I will say it again and again. It's a, we started here three months ago. It's a very interesting time to be alive. Yeah. And three, four months ago, we were saying that because nobody knew what the hell was going on. Nobody knew what to expect. Unfortunately, now, three months later, everybody's a friggin' expert on this thing. Everybody knows what to do. Everybody knows that the government's lying. Everybody knows that these guys are crooks. Everybody knows that those guys are. It doesn't matter what side, you, what perspective you come from anymore. Yeah, yeah. We and I, we're all brainwashed to some degree. We're all yeah. being brainwashed. Um, I, I trust, unless you, except for well, here. But here's the way out. Right. Here's what I think is the way out. We have to trust our intuition. <clears throat> we have to take everything. We have to look at everything that comes into our lives and immediately assume that it's not the truth. But that there could be some truth in there. And I've got to read 20 articles to get the truth because I got I've got to come to consensus. I've got to see that there is a consensus. I saw another meme. Somebody said, you know, I get the feeling that everybody, that anybody at the WHO and the WHO and the CDC have no idea what they're doing and they're making it up as they go along. Well, guess what, folks? They were. Yeah. Yeah. Because we never saw this before. Yeah. And, 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 you know, when you said that, two thoughts popped into my mind. The first is, this whole idea we live in, you know, we hear this expression, we live in the 360 degree world. Well, there are 360 degrees of that circle. And so depending on where you are on that circle, you will get a different perspective. And so that's the truth of the matter. The other part is 
I heard this statement that said, until further notice, everything is a half truth. Mm. And so when you get this information, it is incumbent upon each and every one of us to do some research before we accept it or begin to act on it. And most definitely before we start broadcasting it to other people, because we may be sending them down a path that is not beneficial to them or anybody else. There we go. When you hit share on Facebook, it should give you a pop-up that said, have you done your research? Yes. <laughs> yes. Please, please list three independent websites you visited to confirm this story prior to sharing. Yes. And maybe we can get rid of these fact-checking. Yes. <laughs> no. Let's, let's um, not have half-truth. At best, let's try to get at least the three-fourths of the truth, right? I mean, we're leaning in the right way. We may not get to 100 because of where we are, but we right. need to be that. You know, folks, uh, we've done it again, and we've come to a great new topic, and we've done it again. We've, we've gotten to the end of our half hour, uh, but it leads us to a deeper part of the conversation. I've heard it referred to as the fact that we're living in a post-truth world. Yeah. I've heard truth decay. <laughs> truth decay, yes. Uh, where did you see that one? See? Yeah. From uh, uh, RAN organization. So think tank out in California. Yes, and they're using that term, truth decay. So we're we're all suffering from truth decay, folks. Um, we're living in a world where it's incredibly imperative to dig deeper, uh, to I sit, believe, trust, and listen to our intuition, uh, and but really do the work of digging deeper before we propagate. Well, let's call it what it is, fake news, mm -hmm. right? We're going to get out of here for today. Z, thank you so much for being with me this morning. This is always so much fun. Always, always. And, uh, and I trust, folks, that you're finding something that serves you along your journey this weekend and into next week. We're here every Friday morning, new episodes. Uh, the program's called Ministers Talking Shit. And it's part of the New Thought Media Network. Big shout out to everyone that makes New Thought Media Network possible. We'll be back again with you next week. So until then, peace and blessings. Be prosperous. Peace and blessings. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.